Welcome to Click Star, brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at luckydicecafe.com. And now for your hosts, Daniel Powell, Jason Alvey, and Tyler Spees. Hey everybody, welcome to Clickstoff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking. Just want to let everyone know Clickstoff is brought to you by Trellentoad.com, the world's largest HeroClicks retailer. Find HeroClicks new and old on Trellentoad. Use coupon code, use coupon code Clickstoff for 5% off your HeroClicks order. Merchant and pre-order items do not do not apply. Um if you like what you're hearing today on Clickstoff, check us out at patreon.com forward slash clickstoff. A uh, dollar and above gets entered into our monthly giveaways. Five dollars and above gets entered into our Discord chat for exclusive Hero Clicks tips and strategies and access to the Clickstoff teams uh, for review of your team builds. Uh, and joining me today is Jason. We are going to go ahead and say it. He placed Tyler higher than Tyler with Juggernaut and Columbus. Alby. That's right. He's so embarrassed he wouldn't even be on the podcast today because of it. That's, that's right. So embarrassed. And <laughs> <laughs> also joining us is uh, is Alex Wonderman Coos. Hey everybody. I got, I think I could safely say at this point. I am the world's best online hero cooks tournament organizer. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, but yeah, thanks, thanks Alex for having this weekend go really smooth and all of your efforts there. <clears throat> and then our special guest for tonight is also a sponsor of the show, owner of Lucky Dice Cafe and the ROC, Howard Brock. Hey guys. So, uh, so Alex and Howard, are y'all? Did y'all finally get some sleep? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I what bothered me more than anything was getting up early, not the late. I usually am up late, anyways, as most people that know me know. Alex will tell you, I'm always up yep. late. <laughs> yep. So it's that part wasn't unusual to me. Going to two o'clock in the morning doesn't bother me. Turning around and getting up at eight and running all day and then to two again, that kind of gets you a little bit after a little while. But uh, I, I caught up. I slept in a little bit Monday, worked, and um, then today I stayed home. Uh, I've been working, but I, I wished I was just doing nothing, but I stayed home today and uh, been working on the charity event, the aftermath, the, all the stuff afterwards all day today. I've been about the same. I took Monday off, napped, you know, relaxed, turned my brain off a little bit since it was going for like 48 hours, <laughs> like straight, and then finally took a, uh, got back at it today. Started yeah. looking at working on some, uh, looking at all those charity props. <laughs> that was fun to decipher. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they didn't help, but they were awesome. I wish I could have charity oh, props for every event. I don't. Charity props were the reason I did so <laughs> I did bad luck that day, man. Charity props are the reason you got your uh, 
Uh, you yeah. got your uh, uh, that's true. Was it a future Foundation uh, factory set, right? That, that's pretty much it. Yeah, they wrecked me all day. <laughs> it was noted. Yes, very much so. You were so, actually of the, all the things we had to choose. You were the easiest to choose. <laughs> was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You> pretty much stood <laughs> <it> out. <laughs> I, I was I was far ahead ahead of the pack. Huh? Oh yeah, that's, that's good to know. <laughs> it was rough. Like, yeah. But it's okay. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, so I think I think we've got a lot of content because we've we've kind of taken a break uh, on the podcast here. So I think tonight, um, you know, Howard got some stuff we want to talk about we've got some questions for howard um and then um we're going to talk a little bit about the winners and uh the the future of the the charity event and um i think we will have a separate episode when tyler can join us later this week or early next week uh, about full meta breakdown and the status of the meta we'll touch on it a little bit tonight um but I, I don't think uh, Jason or I want to stay up till midnight or two o'clock in the morning like this weekend. Uh, oh no, no, nope, not so. Not today. <laughs> today. So uh, uh, just as an update, Sam and uh, uh, Theo brought home a GI bug from daycare, and uh, so Sunday night after I played all those rounds, I had to take Sam to the oh. doctor and get some fluids. And then uh, Monday morning, after about three hours of sleep, uh, I ended up getting the GI bug. Oh. Mm. So that was my Sunday and Monday. And to now, uh, today I'm doing a whole lot better, uh, just trying to get a little bit of the rest of my strength back. But, uh, uh, yeah, so, so lots of lots of fun for everybody. So, um Howard, where where did you wanna what did you wanna start with? Do you wanna talk about the event? You wanna talk about what the rest of twenty twenty one holds for us or Well let's talk about the event and then we'll lead into twenty twenty one. Um so the first thing that I, I wanna tell how did you know, how did we get here? How did this event come about to be? Um why am I involved in it? Why is Rock involved in it? You know, what why did we do this? What was the reasoning and um Yada, yada, yada. Uh, so um, I've been talking to Scott. I, I talked to Scott uh, four or five years ago, honestly. And when he and I originally talked, he had committed to come to the Rock Cup. I was going to put him up. And I'm talking about the Rock Cup over in Atlanta. He had committed to come out there. And I was going to let him in, give him a free free entry, the whole nine yards and let him play. And that just never worked out. And um, so over the, over the last few years, it's always been on my mind and everything. And I, I throw a message here and there. Um, <clears throat> but um, a few months ago, I had this idea that um, with everything that was going on, that I wanted to do a, a big event that uh, we were coming back out of, uh, we were coming out of COVID and um, that the, the new rules were coming about, the Wonder Woman set was coming out, and I wanted to do a big event. There was there hasn't been a whole lot going on. That event was a live event. It wasn't an online event. It was something that um, 
it's something that we wanted to do that I wanted to do and, and, and planned on doing here at the, here in Huntsville. Um, we wanted to do a live event. And I also had, I also knew where I wanted to go and I, I, with the rest of the year and into next year. And I reached out to Scott and said, you know, let's do something and let's, let's use this. And I've been having these weird things, weird things happen in your life. I don't know if you guys believe in signs. I don't know if you guys are compelled to do things sometimes. Um, I, I, I have been compelled to do things throughout my life or felt compelled to do things um, that, I, that like being places where I should be and doing things that I should be doing or helping people that I should be helping. Last year, uh, I didn't know much about Huntington's disease. Um, didn't really know anything other than it was a disease. Scott ran his event last year and they had, he had hero clicks on there and I went in and I, I looked at it, you know, and I was interested in some of the items, um, that they had up to be not just the hero clicks items, but there was D and D stuff there. There was, um, Xbox stuff there, I believe. I mean, there was all kinds of stuff that I, different things that I looked at that I was interested in. I didn't win any of it, but I did partake a little bit of the auction. Um, and in so doing, I read, I, I read a little bit about Huntington's. So, you know, the purpose of a, the purpose of anything, we, uh, the purpose of his event and the purpose of this event that we just ran isn't just to raise money. It's to make people aware of what Huntington's is. So that was my first inkling. Since then, I've had weird things happen to me. Um, my, um, I've had emails, uh, contacts, talk to me about Huntington's out of, from out of nowhere. I have no idea. I've, uh, I recently, I watched a show, uh, after talking to Scott, um, with not really, uh, understanding, not watching the show for what it was, but, uh, one of the characters on the show had Huntington's disease and he talked about his mother having Huntington's disease and how he had to watch her die. So I quickly became well-educated or more educated on Huntington's disease than I ever had been in the last year. Um, just from just things have been pointing to me that in that direction. Um, so I felt like, so when I reached out to Scott, my intention was that when we ran this event, that we were going to do part of it with Huntington's. I didn't tell him that, but I wanted to do, I felt like I, I, I knew that something was going to be with Huntington's with it. And his words to me were um, that he wanted to do it, but he had a condition. <laughs> and the condition was, is that we did, did something for Huntington's. And so it, 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 it was an immediate yes. I wasn't any, I'd already had it in my mind about some, I, the, the auction that I want to do on Friday night. Um, a lot of the things that we did this weekend were I had already had it planned before Scott even said anything. Um, the difference is, is that I had a live event planned. Uh, it was a rock cup type event here in Huntsville. Scott wanted to do a live event and we were gung ho about it. And that's what we were going to do. Um, the auction itself, uh, that we were going to run on Friday night was planned from the get go to be a live auction in the store but at the same time, letting people all over the world be able to bid on the items. Um, similar to what we did tonight. I mean, I mean, what we did Friday night. I mean, just imagine that we just did that, but we had all the items in the store and everybody in the store 
was able to bid, but they were bidding against all the people that were already bidding all over the world. Um, the difference was is that if you were there and you won it, you'd just take it and go home with it. Um, but that that was the original thought process. Um, there was some reluctance on WizKids to support it because they're not wanting there because of COVID and worried about having a large live event. Scott and I from there rethought things and we said, you know, it's really not time yet. It's not really time to do what. Why don't we just take it online? Um, and so when we approached WizKids back with that, they were supportive of the idea and we just went full throttle from that point on. Um, I, the, the original event, the live event was not ever intended to be 100% uh, everything going to, going to the, the charity. Um, I think we would have raised as much or more uh, if we would have done a live event. Um, I think it, every, uh, everything, was, everything was there to do that with, but I can't commit to a weekend of, of, of taking the store and rock and doing some of the stuff that I want to do and uh and just get and turning it all over but once we became an online event solely i said you know scott i don't want anything we're just going to give you everything that we raised this weekend this online event we're going to put it all into huntington's everything everything i don't want anything i said all i want to do is cover expenses i said you know i've got i'm gonna have to have some maps printed up i'm gonna have to do a few things i said just want to Cover expenses and everything after expenses is yours. Everything goes to Huntington's. I don't want any of it. And I said, I'm, I'm going to put all my time and effort into it. I think I have people that will put their time and effort into it. And we don't want a thing. Uh, we just want to, we want to make this work. We feel like, and the, the idea was, is that this was something that, um, that was primarily to raise money for Huntington's, to make people aware of Huntington's. And those were the two primary things. But at the same time, I wanted it to uh, there was other things that that were beneficial to us by doing this. One was the, bringing the Heroclix community together, showing showing the family that we have in this community and getting everybody back on the same page, um, getting everybody playing, pl getting used to playing again, getting a new set, getting the new rules out. And I think that we can accomplish this. It's a stepping stone uh, for rock going forward. Um, I have plans, which I'll share with y'all tonight on um, where we're going with rock. And um, it also, um, um, it also made a lot more people um, aware of Oxit, which is a, uh, another way of buying and selling items. And uh, I wanted that to happen. And it did. Um, and everybody, everybody, all the community, uh, Oxit, um, uh, WizKids, uh, Gamer Mats, uh, even some players, Colt Boltridge specifically, all jumped in. Wrote, I mean, just everybody put their put rolled their sleeves up, chipped in, and everybody's ecstatic with what happened. And uh, that's how we got to where we're at. If that, and and and, and that's why we did what we did. That's why. This event was important to us. Um, and as far as, you know, I, I'll just jump in there and lead into where we're going with this. Um, always, we've always ran the Rock Cup in, in October. And it's always been, 
It's known, a lot of people call it Rocktober, and I like that. But we've also, all, we've also always had scheduling conflicts. We never know what WizKids is going to damn do. Um, they don't know what they're going to do <laughs> sometimes. Um, the, the World Cup flip-flops around. It goes from Origins to Philadelphia to, to Memphis to not at all to uh, back uh, to unknown territory. We don't know what they're doing. Then this year, um, you've got Dragon Con, Gen Con, and Origins all on top of each other. And um, so I'm looking at it. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm not even going to try try to run an, a Rock Cup this year. I'm not going to try to do anything this year. Um, it, it's I don't have. We're not running any events, more or less. Uh, stores across the world, across the nation, are still not running live events that we need them to run that feeds into the rock cup that feeds into everything. And they're just not happening. Uh, whiz kids and, and uh, rock are still on pause. Um, still have full intentions of unpausing at some point. Uh, don't know when that point is, but we know that it's going to, it will happen. And there, there's a lot and, and even, even with the unpausing. There's a lot of, um, a lot of things that, that are, that we, we wonder about and how it's going to be because um, normally we have, convention exclusives that we get from WizKids and WizKids hasn't exactly been making a convention exclusives. They kind of put that program on halt. Uh, a lot of the convention exclusives that people are getting today, the 2000, um, the 2020 convention exclusives that they did make are going, are rarer than most convention exclusives because they halted production midstream um, because of COVID. Um, so, I mean, all that in the nut bag, it just it doesn't it makes no sense to do anything this year. So my plan was to have this big event. It was going to be a live event, but it ended up being an online event and that we're going to move to May every year. Now, moving to May, uh, we, we want to continue to have the partnership with with uh, Scott. We want to continue to uh, raise money. And help out in Huntington's. I've told Scott I'm committed to doing that. Um, we believe that we can. We think that we can have the Rock Cup in May uh, with all the prizing that you guys have seen uh, this this weekend. We think that we can work Huntington's into that and 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 do all the and raise all the money that we have in the past for that. And at the same time. Uh, the Rock Cup is going to give out the prizing that we've done before, and the main event will be for $5,000 plus the prizing. That's our intentions. That's what we're going to do. And we believe very – we feel like the world will be in a better place next year in May. We feel like we'll have momentum. Uh, we feel like um, that it, this will be possibly one of the biggest Heroclix events ever when we run it again, and we've had some big ones. So, I mean, it's – it's uh, that, that saying – that's saying a lot, but I believe people will come for this. Scott will, is planning on being there. We will be running. What the plan is, is that we will, um, this was, I, I'll just share you my original plan, is what we plan on doing next year. We will do one event there, like the, like the Scott Porter Silver Age event that we did, that will be 100% um, going to, Scott, going to uh, the charity. Um, we will sell maps uh, with uh, 
and the plan probably isn't an event map next year. We're probably going to do a battle royal, a Scott Porter battle royal design map, and that map we will sell, and all of the proceeds with all the proceeds going towards Huntington's. Um, the map will be available in the store when we're there. We will be playing battle royals, possibly battle royals with Scott on those maps. The map uh, very well. You guys have seen me do battle royals before where the map is prize. I think that's a hell of a prize. Scott, you can sit down and play, and Scott can sign your map. Um, the battle royals, the all the other events that go on that weekend, um, we will take part of our ticket price, and I don't know what that's going to be yet. I have to sit down and do some numbers, but it, it might be a dollar. It might be $5. I don't know. Um, probably somewhere somewhere in the middle of that, but but even a dollar uh, all weekend for a dollar off of every battle royal, a dollar off of every event that we run, every side event that we run, the main event that we run, will total up to more than what we raise for the modern age event, in my opinion. And um, we will take that money and put it to Huntington's. And uh, we also will do a auction like we did on Friday night. I don't know if we're going to do it on Thursday night or Friday night. But we will do an auction um, just the same way that we did it. But we will, we will involve, it will be a live slash online auction that happens at the same time, letting people from, we want to keep other people that can't make the event. We, we'd love that this weekend, I mean, I just sat down all day and was, and I've been working out the prizing list and getting the mailing list ready for everything to be sent out. That's, that's what I've done today. And um, almost done, but I'm, I'm still working on it. And um, it was very, by doing that, though, I was able to, when I'm, I'm, I'm looking at every address, every, everybody that won something, everybody that played, everybody that was in the raffle and won something, everybody that was in, haven't gotten to the Battle Royals yet. But we had people uh, win stuff in the Philippines, the UK, Mexico, um, Australia, um, all over the world, Canada, of course, America, of course, um, but all over the place. And um, we want to keep that involvement. And the way to keep that involvement is to keep the auction online. We will do we will do a raffle again next year. Uh, we'll raffle some stuff off, and the proceeds of the raffle will all go towards Huntington's. It will be a live uh, it will be a live raffle where the people in the store can buy raffle tickets. And uh, and win them, but we will also open that up to the to everybody else in the world where they can buy tickets just like they did this year, um, and win a raffle ticket and win something, and we'll mail it out to them. So nothing's going to change. We'll be doing the raffle, we'll be doing the auction, everything. The only thing that I don't, I, the only thing that I don't know how we're going to do is I don't know that we'll do an online event like we did this year. I do think that we will do online battle royals because that's very popular and people have enjoyed it. Um, I don't know how we're going to do it yet, but I'd like to incorporate some online aspect for other people that don't come, can't participate and enjoy themselves. Because I, I felt like, and you know, Alex will probably tell you the same thing, that we did see people enjoying themselves playing in battle royals and getting to play a little bit online. Um, I just can't run both at the same time. It's just it's just impossible um, to run all of that at the same time. I might can run battle royals at the same time, but we have to dedicate somebody to doing it, and um, I have to know that I've got the participation. But 
we will work on that. That's something you work. There's also a possibility we could run a online event the week before. There's a possibility we could run some battle battle royal tournaments the weekend before. Whatever. There's there we. But what we want to do is we want to involve everybody. The online events, if we run them, um, I don't want anything out of anything that we do online. We will we will donate anything that we get to charity. Um, the my so the point I'm trying to make is that I think we can do more. I think that what we did this year was phenomenal. We raised well over thirty thousand dollars, and we're still got money coming in because we still have map sales all month. And um, I think we can do more. I think that we can do more than what we did this year. I think the the event being live with a, with some small with, with with not small but with some uh, online presence for the rest of the world to participate in. I think that it could be we could raise more than what we did this year. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Yeah, I think that uh, I think uh, having an online element, you know, will continue to get that wide reach. Uh, so I think that's probably a key element, um, especially for the auction and uh, battle royals. I'll be all about some uh, in-person events, though. Oh yeah, when uh, when, uh, <clears throat> when that's all back and going. Mm-hmm. So um, I. Just my personal opinion, I am probably had it up to my ears in online tournaments at this point. I don't disagree with you. I mean, we want to see live people too. We're we're fortunate enough in Alabama to where we're able to play locally, um, and people can come in and play. Um, our store isn't shut down. We do have live play. Um, masks are not required at the moment. Uh, they, that that was taken away. People can still wear their masks, um, but it's it's loosened up quite a bit here. I dare say it's almost to normal. Um, I think that it's going to keep getting more normal because more and more people are getting vaccines. Um, but yeah, we we I, I don't think that you're going to see the, the the tournament that's down in Florida may be the largest live tournament that's going to happen this year. Um, I personally am not going to it. I'm, I've got too many other things going on, and I'm just not – my head's not in the game right now. Um, but I, I don't think you're going to see anything else this year. I don't really – I anticipate not having nationals. I anticipate not having worlds this year. Um, that's the way I feel about it. Uh, I, I could be wrong. I mean, there's, I think there's probably a still a slim chance of those happening, but I think that – this year is going to be kind of a wash. I think we're looking at next year, and that, that's another reason why I think the tournament in May is going to be huge. I think we're going to be kicking everything back off. I, I want to become the Daytona. That NASCAR's got all these event, all these race races that go all over, and they have their championship at the end. But their biggest race that everybody wants to win, their Super Bowl, is the Daytona, and it kicks everything off. So I want to be the Daytona 500. I want to be. I want to I want to have our event kick the year off. I want to feed into the end the end of the year. I don't want to worry about scheduling conflicts when Gen Con is, when Origin is, when uh, Wiz Kids is running their nationals, when they're running their the World Championship. I don't want to worry about that no more. Um, right. So I think by I think doing what we're doing, going to May, kicking the year off, um, having Scott Porter involved, 
uh, having a, a, the charity element in it, um, which is what we want to we want to be a part of. We want to be uh, that's something we want to represent and be be the guys that are leading the way and, and doing something good. I think all of those things uh, will make for a really big event in May, uh, and that's why I, I, I feel like that May may be a, that May could be our biggest event ever, and uh, we and we're planning on it and. Um, we have, a, we have a lot of time to plan for it. The, the, this last tournament was done very honestly, a lot quicker than what I'm used to. And if I wouldn't have done many events before, I probably would have panicked, but it, because of the experience that we have in running large events and doing online events and having Alex there and, and, and doing nationals last year and, um, and being able to do things and, and having the system in place, we were able to quickly put it together. Um, I typically, as, as you guys know, I like to plan far ahead. Um, I like to announce things far ahead. And uh, we, uh, we want to do this in May next year. And I think it's the right thing to do. And I think it's, I think it's, a, I think all the things that I'm, that I'm saying is a step up for rock and taking rock in the right direction. We still want to do, I don't know when we. I don't know when we will do states tournaments again, but it, it, it's possible that we could have something at the end of the year. It's possible it could be before the Rock Cup next year. Um, we have to. The world's got to open back up again for us to do that. Wiz Kids has got to. Uh, we've got to resume uh, being able. To not not only do we have to resume something with Wiz Kids, but Wiz Kids has got to have prizing in place for me to be able to give anybody. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of wheels that have got to get rolling again for everything to get back to where it was. And when it gets back to where it was, I want it to be better than what it was. Um, like I said, we're on a pause. It's a longer, long, longer pause. than I thought we would ever be on a year ago, but we, that's where we're at. That's what we're doing. And that's what we're planning. And we're being, upfront and about as realistic as it can, we can about it. Um, we're just, we're just going to keep, keep doing what we're doing and until we can get back to doing what we're, where we want to be uh, doing what we want to be and how we want to do it. Um, that's yeah, so go ahead. So I was going to say Colt did ask about, you know, 2021 season. So uh, I think maybe there to sum it up would be maybe, <clears throat> maybe, Highly unlikely states later this year, um, or maybe early 22, but not looking like. Uh, and looks like we did get a couple other questions. Uh, uh, Emmanuel asked about in-person premium events or return, um, and that sort of thing. Um, so, do we think? Uh, do we think nothing? Nothing rock-related in person this year? I mean, is that pretty much off the table, or? I, I'm very capable of sometime this year. I don't have a date for it. Running a large event at Lucky Dice, um, and uh, it's not going to be the Rock Cup. It's not going to be a national championship or anything like that. But it's going to just be an invitational where we have a lot of prizing and um, with everybody wanting to play. Um, so I, that's I think that that's probably the best that I will do this year outside of maybe running states um, and. Um, I mean, that, that kind of sums it up. But I think towards the end of the year, 
I think that you'll start seeing an increase. And I, I, when I say the end of the year, I'm talking about fall to the until uh, December. I, I think that you'll start seeing stores get cranking again, stores having um, store events, at rock kits starting to sell a little bit more um, throughout the country. Uh, people having events again. Uh, we people starting to get going back to where we more in the way we were, and then by next year, I think we'll be rolling. I think that everything will be in place. I think that we'll we'll have harder plans. It's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to plan where you can't when you don't have from everybody. Wiz kids can't tell me when they want to unpause things right now. They can't tell me what they want to run when they're running it. Um, but things are getting better. I mean, Magic just turned uh, their in-store play-in for North America, uh, back on for North America. They typically lead and everybody else follows. I'm expecting Pokemon. I'm expecting, um, um, I know WizKids were, was planning on having a meeting about it uh, in this last week. I'm expecting all those things to happen really soon. I'm expecting um, official play to be coming back. Um, I know that everybody's anxious. It, um, it, it's really hard because there's, you know, I'm, I sit here and I talk about Alabama and things are pretty good right here. Um, it's uh, thing, like, things are almost back to normal, but there are other parts of the country that I know are far from it. They're, they're almost, it's almost, it's, it's almost unchanged there. Um, but it, overall we are getting better. So it's going to take a little while. And when we do, I think that, I think that everybody, I think everybody will turn it back up. I think the stores will come back. Um, I think that events will start running. I think there's a hunger to play. Um, I, I really do. I think that I think you summed it up a little bit, Dan, a little while ago. Online play isn't supposed to be what we're doing. Online play is supposed to be a supplement for uh, live events. What we're supposed to be doing is playing live events all all the time, all over the place with our friends in the stores. And then we're sitting there one Friday night and we say, hey, there's an online event. I ain't got nothing to do. I'm going to jump on one. That's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, I kind of summed up my, you know, I I didn't have a terribly great weekend. And I kind of, I'll paraphrase a post that I made was, you know, the, and I think the whole, you know, pandemic thing is, is worn on a lot of people. And, you know, for me, I... I play a miniatures game, right? I don't, I don't play a video game. Right. And, you know, the, I want a, a very tactile person. I like rolling dice. I like clicking my figures. I like picking them up. You know, I like moving them. I like the maps. And, you know, I just, I just didn't, it just didn't click for me this weekend. I just didn't get any love from the game this weekend. You know, just just personally, right? And now, keeping in mind, everything was ran fantastic. They did a great job. My opponents were great. You know, it was nice, just nothing nice bad. Cover. Was, nice cover. Well, I Thank just you. want to be clear, right? Like, <laughs> I just want to be clear. It's it's a it's an issue with me playing the game, right? It's not any other outside sort of influences. Is man, you know, we got together what after we all got our vaccines, Jason, and we played yeah. a little bit of sealed. And yeah. I, I you, if y'all if y'all know me, I dislike sealed. I'm not a big I'm not a big sealed guy. But I can tell you what, after uh, 14 months of not playing sealed, 
and getting together with your vaccinated buddies, that was, it was pretty damn fun to crack some boosters and play some sealed. Yeah, I mean, uh, we went to went to Columbus two weeks ago, and that was to play in person for like the first time in what a year and a half almost. Yeah, I mean, since February of 2020 was the last organized. Well, play. I mean, for like an official, for like a you know official rock and rock tournament, that was the first. Time yeah, was longer than that. Well, yeah, I mean, it was February, wasn't it? Yeah, we had. Yeah, February 20. Started. Yeah, I mean, there had been a couple of other stores that had their states. I mean, we we hadn't, you hadn't went we since hadn't July. Yeah. So, um, man, I just I, I've I've participated in all the online events, I've practiced, you know, I've done done all the things I've gone through, gone through all the motions, and it's just, man, I I go and pick up a hero clicks and play on a map or play with Sam there at the house, and it's just a lot better. Like I, I agree that it's a supplement, and um, it's just it's not the it just hasn't been the real thing for me. Um. <coughs> I really enjoyed back. We never, we never wanted to be the primary source of play online. We became that because of the conditions, the way that they are. Um, I want to get back to where we're all playing regularly and we're running and we have our prizing back in place. And Alex is running winter maps on a frequency. Uh, but it's more for fun, and people are in and out of them, and they're they're short, fast, and quick. Um, I want to get back to doing that, and then occasionally running a big online event. Uh, I mean, I would love to do some of the online events, maybe have a nationals online event or something of that nature. But that's a once a year type thing. It's not supposed to be where we're the only game in town, and, and this is the only way you can play. Um, it, it's the re, the reason I like running the big online event is it does allow people from all over the place to play. So I would I would like to do that again, <coughs> again, but not with the frequency that we're doing it. The other thing that uh, we talked about this weekend that we haven't got everything worked out, but I think it's probably going to be our next thing that we're doing, uh, possibly on Rock and, and again online is Battle Royals online. We saw a, a lot of popularity with doing that. We just haven't figured out the pricing yet. Um, it's still, I mean, i just tell you what I what I discussed with them, and you guys can give me your opinions on it. Um, there's, there's two ways to go with this. I, I, it was awesome to play, to just pay $10 online, play with people, crack boosters, and everybody got something. But I can't do that. I can't do that. We were we were given prizing by WizKids. They donated it to us. And the prizing, frankly, was pretty darn good. There, Scott Porter Pogs and uh, Team Up Cards and um, and um, the, uh, uh, the other cards. The, uh, Legacy cards. Legacy, Legacy cards. cards, yeah. Yeah. And so, I, but I can't do that with any kind of regularity. Um uh, I, I just can't. I, I don't have. I don't have that kind of supply. Um, so we have to come up with something else. And to come up with, and, and pricing costs money. And if we were to do this, we want to. We're, we're going to want to make a little bit of money. We don't want to make a lot of money, but I mean, we have time and effort that goes into it. We don't just do it for nothing. Um, the, the, the a week in week out event is not charity. It's a. 
it's something that we it, it would it, I use a business model when we when we with rock and rock does make money and and because it I believe that because a business a business should be focused on making some kind of profit a fair profit but profit drives you to make things better and um, that's I mean that's just what I see and so we're we're driven to to make money, not get rich, but we're, we're, we want to make, we want to do something that's fair. Um, we're not making, even when we're at our best, we're not making fistfuls of dollars off of, uh, off of tournament entry fees and off of, off of this whole thing. Um, but we do make a little bit of money. It's, an, it's enough money to make us want to keep doing it. I guess that's the way and then to speak or to say it. And um, so we kicked around everything from like if I charge fifteen dollars, if I charge fifteen dollars for a battle royal and I send everybody a sealed booster, is that it? I would love to be able to open the boosters up, lot real boosters, and and actually do a um, a draft at the on the tail end of it. But the manpower required to do that is is not doesn't make any sense to me. I would have to have if, if we want to do these like frequently. Uh, let's say Alex was running them. That means I've got to give Alex boosters. Alex has got to open the boosters on camera more time. Then they've got to choose their team. Then they got to play. And he's got to come back and put all the boot, all the figures back out on the table. Then they got to do a draw from it. And then we got to mail them all out. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just too much work. Uh, if I, uh, once or twice, if we, if we had ran a battle Royal weekend, I wouldn't mind doing something like that, but I'm to, I'm wanting to do something that I want I'm wanting to have like you know you got Friday night magic. What if we had Friday night um, battle royals? I want to do something along those lines, and and everybody sign up and play and and play. So I don't know. You answer me that question. If you just got a sealed boot, if you play with Wonder Woman figures or whatever the latest set is, or some older set, if we wanted to put that out there. Would that entice you that that you knew that if you played that you were going to get nobody's getting anything more than anybody else? It doesn't really matter whether you win or lose, other than the fact that you're winning or losing. But you get to um, you get a booster mail to you. Is that interesting to you at all? Uh, for I mean, so for yeah. me personally, no. Yeah. yeah. No, That's I mean, and, and and Howard, I, I mean, I, Alex kind of asked us this morning, ran ran a little bit by us this morning on BRs, and uh, you know, for me, it is it's so hard for anybody outside of Wiz Kids to run BRs outside of um, local stores, <clears throat> local yeah, stores I mean, just for a pure new set. We got four players instead of doing a weird sealed event. Let's all sit down, just open some boosters for this pre-release or something like that. Like that I could see, but yeah, Dan, what Dan is saying. Yeah, so I mean, you know, uh, so WizKids for your 15 or $16 or how much ever they are, uh, I mean, you get a booster, right? I mean, it's randomized, but uh, you're going to end up with some figures. You get a Con LE, you get the three... I don't know. They've done what ID cards, the the little pogs, um, okay. gosh, well, the rings, right? So I it so I think the problem for me in for me in wanting to play in a BR 
you know, more than just a onesie twosie or just an offhand thing to fill some time is that, man, the, the pricing is just so much different between what a local store or, you know, even another organization like Rock and Run compared to WizKids. Um, but. Well, I could run something pretty similar, but Dan, you're new to the game. <laughs> Jason and I were talking about the old days. I'm telling you, the halls used to fill, and WizKids did not give all that pricing that we just said. Um, no. Back then, you kept you kept the booster that you got. You didn't you didn't put them out on the table and draft from them. I love the draft idea. I think that was a good thing. But all they did was put a, a LE, an LE. That was it. One LE got thrown in. That was the prize. That was it. And people lined up the same as they did today to play them. Suppose I'm spoiled. You probably are. Yeah, and, we, and, we, and we've talked about this. Like I, I mentioned it, Dan's not really our target audience. No, he's not. Like, like it, it's interesting. We're thinking about this mostly because I feel like our BRs this weekend uh, for the Heroclix uh, Huntington's event just went so well. Like when I sat down and thought about what the event the pricing, the cost and everything. I thought this is something I would want to go play. And I, and I'm kind of in that boat where I would go play BRs, especially if I get knocked out of a tournament early, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to the BR table. So I, that's what really sparked this conversation is that it went so well, but it was such an unusual circumstance that all this happened the way that it's happened. It's well, really I'm gonna, hard. I'm going to ask Jason this with what you're saying, because yeah. I think Jason and I are more alike. I will tell you this. I will play Battle Royals with my friends all day long in the store with at, at any time with any set um, and buy the boosters with no prizing and be happy because I like to just sit there and play Battle mm -hmm. Royals, and I love sealed. So if me, Jason, and some other people were in the store and I say, hey, man, let's play some Battle Royals, I would be more than happy if he said, man, they got uh, Infinity Challenge over there, and they're five bucks a pop. pop. You want to play? I said, sure. I would be in, mm -hmm. and I would go and play, yeah. and I'd open, and we and we would draft at the end of it, and I would be completely happy. And if he said it's a Wonder Woman set, it's $15, I'm, I'm in too. I will do that all day long um, without hesitation, without any prizing, and not caring. But I do yeah. get the figures in the booster. So I mean, that's my that's my thing. I'm going to the store and I'm buying a booster for fifteen dollars anyway. If I go to play the BR, I'm getting an hour's worth of entertainment along with it. Plus and I enjoy it. I enjoy doing that. So I think that's a win for me. You know, so, I, I, I like you know just sitting there and playing with people is just it's it's worth that to me. So there, there's a couple ways of looking at this, okay? So we could create some kind of prize pool for some kind of money. Again, I could do $15 and send everybody a booster, including shipping, and I could and I could do I could make that work. I could also charge everybody 20 bucks and throw throw in a map. I could throw in a map and with the winner getting the map and everybody getting a booster. I don't have a problem with that. I also could take pricing completely out and allow people to to uh, maybe earn points whenever we get points back, charge $5, set it up for them, and they just play for fun. I don't know. I don't know what people want. 
Yeah, I mean, I think there's, you know, there's a, for me at least, I'd rather do points or something, right? What what I do, what I will say is the system that Alex got set up for online BRs is pretty phenomenal. So, I mean, I don't think, you know, the doing the random boosters online and, you know, getting people that, I mean, I think that works really well, right? I will say, just a reminder, the uh, the setup that we got was from Jay Patel. I want to make sure he gets credit. He is the one who kind of cavaliered the whole thing, so. Oh, gotcha. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, I think for me, I don't know, points is fine, right? Or even, you know, just the booster is fine, too, right? Um, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I think either of those two options are fine. And it's I think be, we, Alex and I, our gut is telling us something is there. We just haven't worked it out yet. We, we, we feel like there's something there. We just don't know what, how to do it yet. But I, I, I feel like we're going to figure it out. But that's, I think that's about it. Yeah, and, and that kind of goes in, in line with, the problem with ha- we're having with our general online events is, you know, we haven't run a ton, prob- mostly because of burnt out. A lot of people are burnt out from playing online, but also people are questionable about the pricing. They want to, they want us to go back to the way it was, which we obviously aren't able to yet. So it's we're trying to battle to think of okay, well. We still want to do online events. There's still people that want to do online events. Should we look at different avenues? Should we figure out exactly what we could do? And BRs is one thing we're looking at, thinking, okay, well, this is desirable for a decent amount of people. Like, a lot of people seem to like it. Where could we go from that? So, I like it, too, because it's, it's not a huge time sink, either. No. I don't. I can. I can. I don't necessarily have three hours to sit here and play. Uh, you know, especially because I have small children running around. Uh, but I can probably find forty-five minutes or an hour to do that during the week and and be okay. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about we pick out a day of the week. If it whether maybe it's Friday night and we just call it. Friday, I mean Friday night battle royal, whatever you know, and then just like you do a Friday mat, Friday night magic, or maybe we pick a sat. I don't really know about a Saturday, but I, I just feel like we ought to pick one night and run run with it and get and let people from everywhere be able to play. Um, just connect everybody. I think there's something there. I just haven't figured it out yet. And I think the the other key thing for me at least is it has so little. Um requirement judge wise i think that's important because our our winner maps we're, we are limited with our winner maps like if we could get enough people to want to do one every day i would love to do one every day but we just don't have the manpower to say okay we're going to devote four hours every day to run a winner map but brs brs don't really need a lot of judge intervention they the way we have them set up we can send them the link the players would know how to do it because it's really easy to do, and we just have a judge on standby to start a timer. And that's really all that's needed for the BRs. Occasional questions, sure, but really just start a timer for them. And that allows us to do it any day, really, because, I mean, there, that's easy flexibility. Win a match just takes so much more time, four hours a night, I mean, I can't, I can't devote four hours a night every night. But yeah. BRs, 
to be able to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to set you a timer and I'll message you when it's up. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not that bad. So, But it's something we're thinking about. Yeah, something's coming. We just don't know how we're going to do it. But we're going to do something. We just still um, love to hear people's responses to that. I would, We would love to hear what people would like, um, what's possible. Um, like I said, I, I, it's any, anything from playing five, paying $5 and you get nothing, but we facilitate it for you to, um, a, a price of anywhere from five to fifty to $20 with pricing. I mean, it's, it could be, we've got maps, we've got product. Um, just keep in mind, we don't have the ability to crack boosters in an ideal world. We would crack the boosters for you, and you would play with the figures in it, and then you would draft afterwards. That's that would be ideal, but we can't do that. Uh, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. And keep in mind, we want to do these type of events to to get the community playing online, get get um, people playing rock events again. It's we're trying to think of something to keep us going because, like Howard said earlier. Rock Online for me has always been something supplemental, but we also know there's a lot of people that just don't have anything right now. Like that's just, and which is ironic because right now I feel like suddenly everyone is so eager to start up. Like this past week, I've seen so many mandates and so many things be lifted immediately because the CDC changed their guidelines. So it's one of those while everything's still opening there's still a lot of areas like the pacific northwest or or some of our northeast uh neighbors that aren't getting those benefits of opening back up so we don't want to just purely we will we want to go in store but we don't want to just immediately cut off any online stuff so that's why we're looking at this as maybe a, a potential avenue or something so we still can't play in store here yeah it's different everywhere. I mean, some places you can, but the stores won't. Some places the stores will, but they can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, everywhere is different. Um, I, I just, I, I would, even if we had everything was going right now, the Battle Royal thing is still intriguing to me because I think it's a way that we can pick a night of the week and we can draw. It, it's fun. I, I, I'm thinking of something fun, not so competitive. It's just people getting together. And playing a battle royal, opening some boosters, and just having fun because that's what a battle royal is. It's not o- uber competitive. You get to sit there and talk with each other um, in more of a relaxed environment. Uh, it's the potential to meet, to be playing with somebody in Australia or the UK or wherever um, that's that's not there right now. And we just we we want to charge a minimum amount of money and either. And, and, and be able to come up with some prizing or no prizing at all. We just we just think that there's something there, and we, we think it's it's something that people would do. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like and there's, the idea. There, yeah, I like it. So, um, I mean, that's, for the most part, I've said everything that I wanted to, I've, that we've talked about. I told you that I, I, the, the tournament this, this weekend, the event this weekend was just, utterly amazing to me. I, I posted the things on, on, on uh, the things that stood out to me uh, there. I mean, there was a lot of things that were, there's a lot of things, but the big things that stood out to me is that the auction was just incredible watching these guys battle 
for some of that stuff. Um, the Canadians bad having the the battle for the switch clicks was crazy. There was another. What was the other battle? They were doing the JLA JLU cards. Uh, yeah, I was really bad. I was really surprised the JLU cards went for that high, but I'm also not. It's yeah. Howard's fault. We could all admit it's Howard's fault, right? <laughs> he said on stream, he's like, wow. I might get in there and start buying those JLU Timo cars. They're so low. And then it's like everyone started bidding on it. Well, they were low. Yeah, they were low at the time. <laughs> then it's they skyrocketed. Well, so what's funny about that, right, is the JLU cards themselves, right? That was the first set with them. There's 128 cards. I mean, the cost of a booster is $12.99. So realistically, anything less than about like $1,400 for those cards was still a was a good steal um just fundamentally thinking but even probably so more than that because there was only like two to three cards of brick maybe three to four yeah um, and, and those, so you those cards are still bringing money as, as a single if you bust it up and sell if you if you looked at it from hey i don't need these but i want to resell them they brought a lot of money those cards range yeah. anywhere from three to 30 bucks in general Right. Yeah. So I mean, the JLU card. You need even the House of X cards. I, don't, I forget what they ended up at. Maybe five, six hundred bucks. I think. Yeah. Um, that was still a good deal from them because I think there were sixty in that set. Um, I was I was very pleased. I thought for the most part, I didn't think the switch clicks would go that high. I didn't. Um, the Scott Porter Pogs brought more than what I thought that they would. Um, I thought I thought all of it would do good. But there's some things that, and I and I knew some of th some things would go. I mean, let's. I don't know who bought it, but somebody bought the um, the uh, King's Exam Chase, and I think they got a, paid 150 dollars for it. In my opinion, they paid probably 50 dollars too high, but it's a charity event. So what? You know, it's so when you're when you when it's going towards charity, people will spend a little bit more more money. I get that. I, I kind of think that you're going to get maybe a 20% over allowance uh, for what things are actually worth. But there were things there that were getting far more than a 20% allowance <laughs> than what, in, in my mind, and what they brought. And I think it's great. I appreciate everybody that, that, that bid. But it was amazing. Do you know what the total you raised all weekend was? I don't think I ever heard of we still haven't got total. the final total because we just got the props from Alex, but I know it's over $30,000. We also wow. still have money that I haven't put in there that, that's trickled in after there, after that because people have um, are still buying maps, um, and the, those those maps get added into it. That's 100% charity. Uh, so it, it's it's still, it's still uh, adding up, but it, we're well over $30,000 now. Yeah, and we're yeah. charity props alone were close to twelve hundred dollars. Nice. Just just charity props alone. Wow. That was just That's... one one day. Just one day. We didn't do charity props on Sunday. Some people so, try to though. Yeah. They 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 said they did charity props. Luckily both of them did the same amount of charity props, but uh <laughs> but yeah, it was a great idea. Um I I think next year I mean, I don't know if we could do charity props in person, but I feel like we have to because that's just so much money. I mean, there's I guess no it'd be reason, easier. There's no in reason person. why you can't do it in person. Yeah. I, it, there's no reason why you can't. 
They just uh, have to write it on the for, on the, the slip or when they come tell us their scores. So it, it was definitely way more money than I thought we would get with charity props. Hey, um, all these all these guys have been to strip joints. We'll just tell everybody to bring their dollar bills and we'll do it. Oh I don't know gosh. if they're I don't know if they're going to any in Huntsville, so there is no, there are no strip joints in Huntsville. They all closed down because of COVID. <laughs> oh, strippers! That that we uh, the COVID is definitely shut down that market. The the uh, strippers, the strip joints in this world, they are they're nil. <laughs> that's why we uh, that's why we're going to start the Clickstuff uh, only fans account. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I, that, the auction was was awesome. Uh, I um, just just different things that I saw. I, I, I got to tell you that when we uh, we give out the fellowship prizes, um, I knew that some of the people that got those would be very ecstatic about it. Um, I know Jason was was pretty damn happy with his. But yeah. I, <laughs> um, I, I Emily Roy when she won hers, I, I think that choked her up. And I, I think that was great and um, stuff like that. And then, of course, you guys, I don't know if you guys got to listen into any of the raffles, but uh, the guys were typing uh, that were watching this and we and we got to see some reactions to it. The uh, guy over in the UK won some of the big prizes. I think he won a Superman Prime, said he said he, he found out it, he, he was asleep and got woke up at four o'clock in the morning and said he woke everybody in his neighborhood up because he was hollering. <laughs> <laughs> so you know those kind of things that makes the weekend you know wasn't it, that wasn't that tj yeah it was tj yeah that was tj yeah, the winner the winner of the fellowship woke everybody no, no, up no, no, no. I think, was it tj i don't yeah, know yeah he, he sent me a message or he posted in the discord that he, he didn't know that he won fellowship till everyone was messaging him about oh, it yeah, it was yeah. so early so yeah i don't think he won the superman prime there's another guy over there that won that i i it wasn't TJ, but uh, there was another guy over in the UK that won that. But I mean, that, that's those, those kind of things. There, there was a guy that uh, had listened all day uh, to try to win something, and had not had his ticket drawn, and he had to he left the house to go get his di- go get a dishwasher or something. At, at, and while he was driving, um, we pulled his name I think two or three times. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's what we're going to want to try, like Howard was saying earlier. Like, Friday and Saturday were just almost magical days, like everything that was happening, all the money that was coming in for charity. Sunday, too, but we were a little exhausted on Sunday. So those two days, Friday and Saturday, we're, we're trying to re- – we're going to try to replicate that or that that magic, I guess, sense when we do the, the event in May because we're basically taking everything we did Friday and Saturday and we're just going to do it again. It's really just the modern event that would change. So it's now one thing we should mention because I've, I've already started getting questions about it. When you, since you won the prizes and everything, shipping isn't going to happen immediately. No. Um, expect June. June is going to be the magic month for all of that. Because Scott still hasn't gotten some stuff from WizKids and, you know, a lot of organization. I can can give you a better answer because there's some things that you don't know. I I can give you a better answer than that where we're at. Everything that – everything non-WizKids, this this stuff is being shipped from Scott 
and HDA. He, I think uh, Huntington's disease. They're, 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 HDSA. H, 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 yes. Everything is being shipped. I think he's utilizing their shipping and stuff to help him do everything. So Rock itself is not shipping anything. We don't have – normally we do that. We're not doing that this time. My wife is very relieved. She's very happy that we're not doing that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we're, we are we're doing um, – Scott is, is handling that. And when I say he's handling it, he's doing the physical part of it, but I'm doing all the other stuff to prepare him to do it. Names, um, addresses. All yeah, I'm putting everything, which is what I've been doing all day today. But the physical stuff is actually is Scott has, has right now. He doesn't have the WizKids prizing yet. There, um, the WizKids prizing is coming in two different forms to people. Um, if you're in the continental United States, from what I'm understanding is WizKids is going to ship um, the bigger prizing directly to you rather than ship it to Scott and then Scott ship it to you uh, like a big factory set or something like that. It's going to be going. I think the plan is to to ship it directly to you. If it's international, then Scott still got to ship it. Um, they they were from what he told me, they were planning on getting everything out to him middle of the sending it all out middle of the week. Um, that would be including to the 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 people that are, they're going direct to. Based on that, it will t- probably be two to three days. He's in California there, and well, I guess Alliance is probably shipping a lot of it. Um, but he won't have it. Let's just be let's just be safe and say that he won't have it in his possession to Monday, Tuesday next week. And then that then from that point, he's got to inventory it, which takes a few hours. And after it's inventory, he's got to divide it all up by people. And then he's got to pack it all um, and ship it out. Now, I will tell you straight up that um, online events, a on, one event is, is very easy to do. Um, I know that there's been some other places, other events that have run, and people have gotten their prizing very quickly and everything went perfect and everything. One event is easy, guys. I can if we only ran one event this weekend, if we just run, say, the Silver Age, this would be a piece of cake because all you do is you take all your winners and you send them off accordingly. Um, when you run multi events and you have to combine packaging and you have to pull up and, and you've got not just when you've got multiples of battle royals and you've got people that's won auctions and you've got people that have um that have, have got fellowship and you've got people that two top 32s in both sides and then you got the raffle we of almost 200 items um that we raffled off that's a lot so there's a lot of combined shipping and that's what i've been doing all day is putting all that together uh, to give to Scott so they can start shipping out as soon as they got possession of everything. It's not easy. It's a, it's a lot. There's a lot to it. Um, even when we ran nationals and we had the two events, there was that we, and we gave out lots of prizing. Um, it got complicated because you have teams. And when you have teams, you got three people that are winning the same prize. So you got triple prizing on one end and you're having to combine it with the singles, and then you have some stuff that people wanted to have shipped all together to one place rather than each individual getting it. it it's Shipping is not easy. So I, be, be patient. 
Yeah. That's all we're saying is be patient. Uh, keep in mind the key thing. This uh, this won't sound bad, but it kind of sounds bad. We're not the ones shipping it, so we can try to help out, answer some questions that we can. But we 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 don't have. Um, we're, Rock is not the one that's going to be shipping everything. No, so. no, they're not. But we we will be assisting and helping yes. and all that stuff. And you know, and to reiterate what Alex was just talking about was what we're doing with the Rock Cup. And he, you know, he kind of alluded, "Hey, we're doing the same thing, but the added." We are, but I, I, we're doing the same thing that the Rock Cup used to do, and we're doing the same thing that they were combining right. the two. And what I mean by that is that we're not just going to run what we ran this weekend and add in one event. When we're live, we're able to do a lot. It's much easier to run things. We can run things a lot quicker. It's it's easier to hand out things. It's re, it's, it's Everything is easier. Trust me. I can't wait to do a big live event again. <laughs> But, yeah, and it's interesting because you wouldn't think, like, it's hard to imagine the Rock Cup, as big as it is, getting bigger. But that's essentially what we're talking about, is we're taking yeah. the Rock Cup and adding all of this stuff yeah. with the Scott Porter thing. So it's going to be insane. I Like, I, I can't wait for next May, but... Yeah, what you're probably going to see is we've always, we run the te- we'll run the team event again, we'll run the single event again. And where we used to run the WWE event, so to speak, the third event, that's probably that's going to be the Scott Porter event. We'll add the auction in on a Friday night. Um, we also are going to be adding the Hall of Fame in. Uh, we have the, we'll have we'll have two years worth of Hall of Fame inductions uh, there. We'll be christening uh, a a wall, a Hall of Fame wall. Um, there'll be a lot of things going on. Battle Royals will still be going on like they have. We have plans and. Um, we realize that uh, we have plans if we outgrow the store. How about that? That's the only thing that I can say is that we that we can expand. Um, we will we will make this work. We're committed to it. We're excited about it. It's going to be great. Hey, now if you don't if you don't have it at the store, how can I get my uh, chicken sandwich? They have these things called tents, then clothes. <laughs> I'm with you. I gotta have my Jean Grey sandwich. Oh, uh, they're there. We well, since you've mm. been there, Dan. I mean, I don't know if we had coffee when you were here last time, but we have milkshakes now. Um, we have uh, all kinds of things. We we created a the, the the total way the store looks is different. We're even we're still in the middle of doing things. Um, about I'm actually going in tomorrow to move the counters to create some more wall space. Tables are being moved around. We have a, a, a tavern room now that we where we used to play at. That that whole room is decored like a tavern. Um, there's lots of things. Lots of things have changed since you've been there. We have a dragon that greets you when you walk in the door. Oh wow, that's cool. Now and another thing to piggyback off of because uh, I've gotten a lot of questions about it because you know we've I feel like with this Scott Porter event we've revitalized. Um, competitive play a bit like they, there's been events locally i know tulsa had their event there was that other event online you, you guys went to columbus but i've started getting a lot more questions about all right let's do some online tournaments let's get some win maps going again and, and that's the plan uh probably coming in june because goodness knows after all of this i need a vacation yeah um, well you're going on vacation i exactly so um starting in june yes the plan is is we'll start up some win maps again um, get 
get back because I feel like people just got a little burnt out on Winamaps. Yeah, they did. We've been I think, yeah, I think now people are like, okay, I've got some local stuff going on. I've got this. Let, let's get it going. So, what I don't um, understand is I read I've read some the naysayers out there. I read comments about how bad Wonder Woman is, but this is a great set. I love this set. Yeah. It's fun to play. It's it's got good pieces in there. We just saw meta pieces uh, this past weekend from Wonder Woman. This is a very good set. Yeah, for sure. I I mentioned it when we did um one of our tier makers or something. It, it when you play Wonder Woman in sealed or BRs, you could see what WizKids was going for with the set. Because yeah. remember when they announced the set, they were like, all right, we're taking these powers away, we're doing this, and you're like, everyone immediately took to arms, which is understandable. But when you actually start playing the set, you really understand that's what they were going for. It, because the, the figures were, counter each other certain ways really well. Yeah. It, ju- it just made sense. But in the grand meta scheme of the meta, I mean, I still think this set has a decent amount of pieces that's going to be scratching the meta despite all the changes they've made not not a ton of pieces not a ton but uh real quick before we switch to the meta talk uh, howard we got one more question for you on on rock stuff um the eastview map uh will all the eastview maps be black and white or is that one uh, is it just a special version that's black and white if you happen to be in the vig club i believe you get the colored version okay that's the variant and then, uh, Alex, one more question about the events this weekend. Uh, I think you're going to come out with the all of the stats, and you're going to be posting the top 16, top 16 teams here uh, all this week, right? Yeah, so I have it scheduled. Uh, this is a little bit of self-promotion for me just because, hey, I could use a little bit of self-promotion with everything that's gone on. Um, I'm going to be streaming on my own uh, Facebook Live page i am doing up all the stats going a big data deep dive that's kind of what i do for my daily job is data analysis and that kind of stuff so data has already always been an interest to me and i think having a data analysis of the meta is something that is interesting so that's what we're going to do i'm going to have all the team builds visible we're going to go a deep dive to show you know what's the most played figure how big of an impact certain keywords were, certain theme teams were, and we're going to do that for Silver and Modern Age. I'm working on it actually as we speak. It's a lot of info. Uh, But really kind of to answer a lot of questions that people have of like, oh, how did Secret Six do? Uh, How did did Wonder Woman set do? How many Silver Age pieces were actually played in Silver Age? And I know a lot big discussion, and we'll talk about this either on here or later, is the whole family restriction aspect. Uh, we'll talk about that as well. I've got a lot of data I want to yeah. do, and I think it'll be a, a really fun to talk about on a, on the live stream. Uh, self-plug, it's called Cousinator, C-O-O-Z-I-N-A-T-O-R. I'll post it on the ClickStop thing and maybe rock. Um, but I'm doing it Thursday. Uh, I don't know if this will be up by then. But Thursday at 7, and I'll talk for a couple hours and go through everything. And then I'll post it um, afterwards, like a... The, the builds and all that. I'm actually going to be putting the builds, maybe not by Thursday, but relatively soon. I'm going to actually post it on the Hero Clicks for Huntington's site, because uh, that site will keep going, um, even though the event's over. 
it'll keep going and it'll have historical data basically of here's what happened we'll use, in we'll 2021. Use we'll use it again next year. Uh, yeah. By the way, Jason, I got your tag. When you tagged me, I read that. I know. Okay. I know that. Uh, I know that uh, Alex read it too. And and to touch on that a little bit, I, I hear what everybody is saying. Um, I think that uh, w one thing I want to point out is no matter what we do or what we come up with, there will be a meta. I, we could tell you that everybody has to have a blue shoe. And there would be a meta that came from that. And um, so when you when you talk about having fun and having theme teams and, and family and everything, we did the best we could. We think we can improve upon it. But no matter what we do, no matter what restrictions we put in, it's 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 gonna there's gonna be a meta from it. And there's gonna be people people will always play to win, and there's always gonna be something in there that's gonna outclass everything else that's gonna be like Oh, that's BS, man. I can't believe he's playing that. That's not the meaning of the tournament. He's just wiping everybody out. It's always going to be something. I don't care if we play with 20-point pieces. It's going to be some 20-point pieces that are going to outclass other 20-point pieces. Or somebody's going to come up with a strategy that pisses everybody off. Um, it's just the nature of the game. That being said, if we would have if we would have played this past weekend, um, which I, I hinted at Alex, and we would have done the Silver Age the way we did it, and and you know we we kicked around maybe making a making it more of a floor, a family floor where yeah. at least half of your team has to be family, um, and could be more, but at least half your team has to be floor. But what if everybody remembers Rock Age and we all loved it, um, mm -hmm. and it eliminates all the pretty much all the sideline crap. It eliminates Colossals. It eliminates all that. Would that have been better? So I think what maybe better. what you were talking about would have been like limited. Yeah. Yeah, limited. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, rock limited. That's it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I've been torn about this one, right? Um, because I played a fairly casual team, right? Uh, in general. Um. So maybe I felt a little bit of the pain of the not-so-family-oriented teams that did really well. Um, so I, I, there's a couple of different ways you go about it, but I, I think more restrictions is is the way to go. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I either you can do limited or you can do, like, popper. Um, you know, popper, I think, still allows for some very competitive uh, builds, right? Some min-maxing going on. Um, but that power level is fairly equal across the board. The family element has to stay in it. That's something. No, that I, I, that's what I mean. Yeah, include the family element, right? But you've got to have that limited format or you've got to have that uh, popper or Highlander. Um, Highlander's also something where that is yes. likely to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Yeah, High, Highlander would be nice, um, but there's got to be something else that, that further gets the restriction down. Um, I agree. I mean, I the other thing that um, the other thing that I kind of proposed was, you know, uh, make the fellowship prizing. Um, you know, in this instance, right, the the prizing for first place was so great that people just aren't going to be able to help themselves. 
So you you maybe got to have a better balance of first place prizing versus fellowship prizing or thematic prizing. Yeah, um, I agree. To to take that draw out from just going balls to the wall on building a team. But it was keep in mind the the prizing technically was balanced from our standpoint. Top four are the ones that got the significant prizing, and then we had four fellowship. I agree. I agree that. Um, we could maybe put a little bit more into fellowship potentially, um, but uh, I, I don't know if prizing necessarily was the issue. Uh, as the creator of the ban list, having crowdsourced a lot of the information from a lot of different players, there were definitely some gaps that I know we could fill and will fill going forward. Um, it was more of this was untested waters. Um, we wanted, or at least I wanted it to be semi-casual because that was the, the goal from Scott. He wants us to be a draw everybody. We want to draw everybody to that. I know that's really hard to do. Let um, me break in. Let me break in for a second. Initially, it was just before, just so you know the history here where we started with. Initially, it was going to be a modern age and it's pure silver age tournament. No yep. restrictions. Yep. I, I'm okay with no restrictions. Well, that's because Unimine comes back with no restrictions. Well, it is, yeah, whatever that too, right? I mean, <laughs> and Scott, but again, Scott wanted to be, he wanted to be a tournament where more people played that didn't feel like it was uber competitive. And my and and I get that, but no matter what you do, it's still going to be uber competitive because that's what people are. Whatever it, we can make it better, we can still keep toning it down. But it's still, no matter what we do, the, the people that are uber competitive are still going to figure out the best thing that they can play with. And it's it's it's, it's just is. So that's that's why I would think. Right. Um, I get it. Right. I get the, the dial on it back. But that's the thing you've got. The only reason they have an incentive to want to win is because that top four prizing they got. They walked out with a bag. And. Oh, and. If, if you cut out that stuff, right, if the if you added, you know, if you halved top four prizing and added two more fellowship prizes, right, you know, maybe worse luck number two or something. I don't know. Um, whatever. We had to, we had to cut that in half or cut it in a quarter and then give give out more fellowship categories. I'd rather have people be trying to. We had to work with what we had and had to spread it across the board. Yeah. I get it. I'm just talking about for next time. Yeah. Well, you ask yourself which one's more important to you. Is it more important for you to prize out the people that are trying to win the tournament, or more pe- or people that are in the spirit of what you're trying, the tournament's supposed to be, whatever. Which I think both. Offer me, I'm gonna tell you they're equal to me. I I don't really. Not one is more important than the other to me. I think they're both. Yeah, but you're, both important. You ad- I think the problem was you advertised it as a is it all you know, level yes. event that everybody really had equal footing. And I mean, that's just not the case. This couldn't be. We should have ran. Still. People, yeah, that would be, yeah, that would be something like that too. But I think the people that, that thought they were going to get a theme tournament didn't get it because they thought that was what they were going to get from that, you know, being said, but it wasn't really, it wasn't that. Well, you know, I, to, to sum a lot of this up, because there, there's going to be a lot of conversations had internally 
talking and soon in June or something like that, we're going to start kind of a uh, postmortem, take a look at the event, what changes need to be made while it's still fresh on people's minds. Things I'm already looking at, and we're going to talk about, like Howard said, Highlander is a big one. I'm consi- I think we should consider um, raising the family restrictions, but at the same time, I think there are certain aspects of the family restrictions that could be loosened. I think we had a multiverse in place, which I think was good, but I think also we could loosen the multiverse limitations when it comes to the animated sets. We had animated in its own separate tier, and so that kind of pigeonholed certain people into certain, you know, people wanted to play you know, a Barbara Gordon from Justice League Unlimited or wanted to play something from Batman, well, you had to play it with other JLU to make the family theme work. So that's one avenue of thinking, okay, we can improve that. Um, I think also, um, you know, we threw the ban list on a little late. Uh, that was reason why we didn't go super, super hard is because it was so late for us to do that. I think we'll do it earlier. I think we'll also... Give examples. I think people need examples of what we're looking for with the family restriction. Give some examples of fit, uh, pieces they may not think fit the family restriction, but lo and behold, hey, they do. Like, these are perfectly fine to play these people together. So uh, those are avenues I'm looking for. And obviously, we've got time until next year to think about it and really put it out there. But we are going to listen, and I'm watching the forums to kind of keep an eye on what people are thinking and wanting. And obviously, we'll be talking with Scott about it to really make sure we learn from this and then learn what improvements we can make and make sure this happen. I think we need to make it easier to build a team. I think that I like the family idea, but I think that because it is as restricted as what we did or what we were trying to make it, like you were saying is that it became difficult to build teams sometimes. And I, I, I don't know. There, there seems, there's got to be a better way of doing it. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it was really came down to, you know, we're trying to cater to both groups. And so we have to put restrictions in, which unfortunately affect both groups. Because we got I got asked pretty, uh, I would, no offense to the people who asked, pretty ridiculous questions about certain group ups. Um some that I was like, how could you think that this was a family? Um, like, we're going for a family theme. How could you think that this would be a family? Uh, and that's kind of what led to a lot of, you know, res- additional restrictions. Or, you know, the multiverse came into that because we had people that wanted to play the commissioner and Barbara Gordon for JLU. And I was like, you don't want to do that because you think of jim gordon and barbara gordon as the ultimate family they are but there is jim gordon she could play you want to play that because you really want to play the commissioner you don't care about the family element that just happens to fit the family Mm -hmm. element so that's why we that's why we were kind of building certain ways because we were asked those questions that i'm like uh i get what you're going for but that's a stretch a big stretch so we're going to keep all this in mind. We're going to obviously improve. And I think we will come up with something everyone's going to have a good time with next year. Um, just because we, we learned, I feel like I learned so much this weekend. So, <laughs> Do we have any questions that we need to answer that people posted? 
Uh, yeah, I'm just going through. We can go through that. I mean, I just want to give a shout out, uh, Colt, uh, Vince, uh, John Dunn, uh, Rodrigo, Emmanuel, uh, Edward K. Just want to say he wanted to say thanks, Alex, uh, Simeon, for your question no about the total money. Um, Brandon Bernie, um, we talked about your question. Um, Matthew Gronheide. We followed up with everything on yours. Um, some of these questions are meta questions. Um, McConnell, we talked about the upcoming online tournaments. PJ Bowen wants to give a big shout out and a thank you for everybody. Um, and I think that is all the questions about the event. Um, like I said, we're probably going to have to, we're going to want to do a meta deep dive episode here. Well, I want to answer Brad's question. I've been dying to answer that question. So okay, that. fair enough, fair enough. And if you have any, you know, how we can we can talk a little bit about the teams that we saw played and that sort of thing, and kind of your thought on there on some of those too. That's that's totally fine. Okay, well, go for it. What were your thoughts on Brad's team? Well, ask the question so everybody knows what to. <laughs> uh, Brad, wait, Brad Boyle's question. Yeah. Oh, he said I would just like to hear your thoughts on my team. His team is. Prime Bishop, Magneto from House of X, two Maggots, Chase Apocalypse, Lila Cheney, and two Dark Phoenixes. Um, unfortunately, for most of the day, I, for both days, I was unable to watch games because of jumping back and forth between raffles and talking to Scott and talking to these guys and doing stuff on the win and doing whatever needed to be done. Um, at the end of the day, when we when we when everything else was settling down and and we were in the finals the final eight whatever I was actually able to start watching some of the games so I got to watch Brad's team and it's good it's a very good team um, Brad should have won the game that he I mean no offense to um, uh, yeah no no offense he played great and that's a great team too but that game watching it. Um, it in, I've been in these games before where I felt like I was controlling the game and then the time was called and I lost. I felt like at the at for the last 20 minutes of the game that Brad had control of the game and he just didn't score enough points to win the game, but another turn or two, maybe just one more turn, I think he wins. Um I, I, I just he had the stuff there and uh, Matt had been whittled down enough and, and was not couldn't effectively count whatever he was doing. And I think he would have won the game. Um, that's my take on it. I think it's a great team. Funny thing is, he's, he lost his first two games of the tournament and then and then won out uh, all the way until he until the final loss. Yep. And I, I, I mean, we could wait to talk about. I mean, I could wait to talk about my feelings about it because till Thursday or whenever we do the recording. Sorry, um, but it, it's definitely, um, it's definitely an interesting team. I think it's a good team. Um, but yeah, there's I mean, I break at second. That, you know, yeah. so just just for a meta breakdown of what we want to talk about, what we're going to be talking about soon. I mean. You know, the uh, Oklahoma event happened. It had 32 players in person Saturday, 300 modern. Uh, Caleb Reddick won with Secret Six. Um, you know, big congratulations to Matt Ventura for winning. What do we have, 62 or four people Sunday? 
Um, Alex, the thing was yeah, it, it bounced around so much. It's hard. Yeah, to sixty yeah. something players. Uh, Matt Ventura, uh, congratulations for winning uh, with the Latveria team. Um, you know, I think uh, just as spoiler alert, a lot of things we'll talk about is Mr. Sky Tyrant. Uh, fun fact there for those of you that were not paying attention. Uh, Matt beat me in round five as we were both two and two. Um, so we were on the cusp there. Uh, and neither one of us had enough points to be the two, three that made it. Um, so Mr. Ventura. Uh, that's pretty, that's pretty incredible. What you're telling me is that both players, both players that were in the finals were two and two going into the, basically the final, hey, the cut round. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. How about that? Yeah, yeah, and then Matt uh, Matt won it out the rest of the day. So yeah, there's definitely yeah. there's definitely a ton to talk about. So I can't yeah. I can't wait can't wait for when we record that. There's a big deep dive, and I, and and I'm gonna talk a little bit about it on my live stream when we do the data analysis. But it's definitely gonna be a definitely a lot to take away with it. Yeah. When I was watching the games, my take on it, <laughs> the game ain't speeded up none. <laughs> there was a lot of lot of tech going on, a lot of sidestepping, a lot of uh, producing of pogs, a lot of stuff shooting all the way across the board and shooting over here and get. I mean, it was it was the games that I watched. You know, I I, I felt like there wasn't a lot of difference. You know, as far as the turns seem to be longer, not longer, but not any better what, than what we thought that they were going to be. We thought that we were simplifying the game. I don't think the game simplified one bit, except we don't have ID cards. No, I mean, all of my games on Sunday went to time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that there was no expediency added, I don't think. Now, I will say this. We totally didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal, but it turned out to be much bigger a deal. It's not really a great idea to run a major tournament uh, like a week after a, a comp rule book comes out. Because <laughs> um, we, you know, we were under the impression it wasn't going to be that big of a deal. Um, but there were, uh, who knew the comp rule book would come out and there would still be a lot of big questions about things. And kudos to. <coughs> Kudos to Aaron, kudos to Brian, kudos to BZ. Uh, we were able to handle the tournament, I think, was very, very well judged, especially given the questions. and like, We didn't really have a lot of bad questions over the weekend. And I think a lot of that is because we made rulings ahead of time. Um, we, we cut some of the things that we knew. Uh, like, you know, we saw about the... Um, the first person setting up and you know rolling off map and everyone was like oh you got to set up second player first but then uh, Scott chimed in uh, Scott uh, I'm blanking on his name uh, Wizkids no Wizkids oh, Scott Dinastio yeah Dinastio remember he chimed in on that one post on the rule book oh, yeah, and yeah, said yeah. and said this is gonna change like don't worry this is not what it's supposed to be so we made a lot of our judging decisions based off of Okay, what would WizKids do? What is their intent here? And I think it went really, really well. Um, so 
hats off to Aaron and Brian and BZ. Um, what was the like, question that we had where we had to get Ken, Oh, it was the elevation question where we had to get Kenny? Yes, yeah, shoot it. Technically, the rule book wasn't very clear about shooting from elevation two to elevation two with blocking in between. It doesn't clearly, it didn't clearly state that that's blocked indoor or outdoor. Like it, it alluded to it was blocked, um, regardless if it was indoor or outdoor. Um, we eventually, we were able to get to Kenny and Kenny was able to clear that up pretty quickly, thank goodness, because it was one it, of those. It was is one it of those, blocked or is it not blocked? Uh, I believe it's not blocked, was the question. Now, um, we were indoor, it was blocked. Yeah, indoor it is blocked, but the question was, I believe, outdoor. Because the rule book didn't explicitly set a state, you know, if you're shooting from – oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. It wasn't that. It was second elevation to first elevation. Yeah. It, it was really co confusing now. It, sorry, I haven't slept very much since then. <laughs> I thought so, it was – I asked the question, Kenny. If I remember right, it was elevation two to elevation two with blocking on elevation one. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. Elevation two, elevation two, blocking on one. This is indoor. Is it blocked? And he said no. Yeah, that's the way it was in the old rules. So. Yep, yep. But the rule book currently is a little vague on it, so that leads <coughs> to some questions. And that's kind of how it is right now with the comp rule book. And I feel like HeroClix players have become this way. HeroClix players need everything explicitly told to them. If it's not explicitly stated, then they just run with it on everything. So... And then you have the you have the uh, the the calm down everybody everything's okay people who who calm everyone down so <laughs> really well. really well done I feel like for the the group this weekend we really and and that was also to the players as well we did not have a lot of uh, crazy crazy questions we didn't have a lot of like arguing that's not the right call everyone understood everyone was polite everyone had was. And I think a lot of that, HeroClix players are just a generally good community. And so despite there being a lot of stuff on the line, a lot of prizing, everyone handled themselves, I feel like, appropriately. So I don't, nice. I don't remember seeing anybody get upset about anything. I, I think everybody was genuinely happy for each other. Yeah, there, there, was some, uh, there was some iffiness about, you know, we had some newer players or some that weren't um, – Roll twenty savvy. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I know, that I know what we're talking about. Yeah, so that brought up some some uh, frustrations, but well, you heard me to, uh, my comments on that. I'm not going to talk about who the players are, but I was I was surprised that that, that not only did it not only did it <laughs> not only did that the player that we're talking about um, actually ended up doing pretty good. I was totally surprised. Yeah, and and part of we're taking those comments um, seriously. And so we're going to work on trying to get more resources out there before bigger tournaments on how to do this roll 20 stuff. Once again, for me, it's, if I had to boil down, like I, I was talking about this, I forget to who, like comparing how our rock nationals went and this event went for me personally, leading into nationals, it was a lot more boring and stressful at the, uh, sorry, it was a lot more, mind-numbing because i was making dials every single day spending hours making dials into roll 20 and so the build-up was a little less stressful but a lot more boring but this go around it was the reverse lead up to it you know 
I was helping Howard. You know, we were doing this the live streams with Scott. We were I was building the Hero Clicks for Huntington's webpage. We were making all these changes. So it ultimately ended up being a lot more stressful for me, even though it was run, I feel smoother outside of the hiccups in the tournament. The whole thing I feel like was run a lot smoother. So it, it's it's interesting. And one of the things unfortunately that I wanted to do, I intended to do, but ran out of time was to do a full roll twenty game, like it like for the major tournaments, show how it's supposed to be done. And we also ran into that hiccup where we weren't expecting people to bring in their own tokens. They weren't going to have to do all of this stuff. But then Roll20 um, basically deleted most of Jay Patel's stuff leading into the game, uh, like leading into the week. And he still, I don't think he still has it recovered. He has the games, but not the images recovered. So... That was kind of a wrench that was thrown into our side the like two days before the night before actually, so the, my, if you if my, you my, my criticism criticism of us is it, it is that I looked back at what we did before uh, there were uh, when we ran when we ran uh, nationals there was a tremendous uh, the first day was rough okay and but the second day was not. And the following week with teams was not. We did. We improved. Um, I felt like we took a little bit of a step back. This, and I think that, and when I say that, we took too much. We took too long between rounds. We took too long starting, and that would have all been okay if we would have, if it would have been nationals like we did before, where we had Saturday and then a cut to Sunday. We yeah. did. We did it all in one day. So we needed to even be more efficient on both these days because of the length of the tournament. And we weren't, in my opinion. I think that we should have we we, we should have done better in between rounds. We should we we're going to have to force players to get ready quicker, and we're going to have to be ready to go quicker. That's my opinion. That's yeah. that's part of the criticism. Yeah, and I think we'd like I I completely agree. I think. There was definitely room for improvement and definitely, you know, our intentions with this tournament were we weren't expecting anybody to have to bring anything. And so having to change that last second really threw a lot of at least me for a loop trying to organize a lot of this. Like we had the whole GM issue, which we have every time. You were near panic mode Saturday morning. Say what? You were near panic mode Saturday morning. Uh, I mean, I had to be in order to get things where we wanted to go. I mean, I, I hate having to make everybody a GM in every Roll20 game. It's annoying. It's the one aspect of Roll20 that I dislike, and we actually had a solution for it. And then Roll20 somehow messed up, and our solution failed like the day or two before. And so that's I, – I always keep contingency plans in place. So we went to plan B. But Plan B ultimately meant that we were a bit slower um, than we intended. So I, I I wish you know in the multiverse theory there's an alternate universe where we that didn't happen and we ran the tournament with those rooms. <laughs> but if you want anybody where it probably was disaster and everybody 
screamed at us all day long and we never got through it. <laughs> well, if anybody wanted to see what the dream was, if you played in any of our battle royales, that was what the dream was. Basically, everything's in our Roll20 journal. You don't have to be a GM. Everything is there for you. You can pull out your figures from Roll20. No images needed from you. Nothing needed. You didn't need to be a GM. You just hop in the room, throw things down and play. It's a, a beautiful system. It just didn't happen. So, But we always live and learn from these. And you know what? At Nats, I if you told me, well, I guess after the, the Rock World event that we did, if you told me we were going to do another major event in a weekend where we had over 120 people playing, I would have laughed because I said, well, what? No, we're not doing this again. We had, we did nationals. We did worlds. I thought, we're done. You know, the, you know, COVID it will be slowing down. We should be done with this. And then <coughs> lo and behold, we did another one. So it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me if something happened down the road where we have another big tournament. I can't, I can't uh, pretend that we won't because – I can very well see potentially that nationals or worlds or whatever happens again online, guys. Yep. And if so, I mean, we I, we should have everything in place, backups on backups. Unfortunately, in this scenario, we hadn't gotten to the point where we made our backups or made our rooms on our side, so I couldn't back everything up. So he lost it before we were able to really implement it on our side, so... Whenever we get to that spot, yeah, I, I I can't wait to see a tournament run with all of that in place. I think it would be with with everything in, like that in place, like Howard was talking about, we could push people and say, listen, you're sitting now at your table. You've got like five, ten minutes to set up because you don't have to bring anything. Everything's in the game for you. So you have very little excuse to say, oh, I can't get set up. Everything's there. There's no waiting for me to make you a, a GM in the game. There's no waiting for you to pull out a map. Everything's there for you. And so that how allows many, us. Hey, Alex, how many people do you think played for the first time or close to the first time Saturday online? There were a lot of names I hadn't seen before. Um, but you think they had played Row 20 before? Maybe in a side event, there's a lot of different discords. Like, I know Jay Patel has his own. I know Brad Broyles does his own. So maybe. Um, but I would say out of the 66, maybe 10. I know probably 10 to 12 people. I've never seen their names before in a, a Rock Online event. Uh, so. Well, I'm not talking I, about new people. I'm just talking about my concern is I almost feel like you have to have a a a, a, a Roll20 uh, Hero Clicks license to be able to come play in the tournament, and it's not that it's that complicated, but I just don't like people learning on the fly. I, I, I really wish right. there was a way that we could make everybody go through some kind of system to prove that they know how to play before they actually went to a major tournament. And that's what Aaron was talking about uh, during the event. And sorry, Dan and Jason, it's, this has become me and me and Howard talking podcast. Um, <laughs> sorry guys that's, yeah. right. that's what we're here for tonight basically okay. that, some nap in. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Aaron <laughs> mentioned also that he wants to do and I think that's a great idea um, is to do uh, implement something like that where you have to go take a not take a course but you know to go through acknowledge you've watched cert, uh, a video of something like a, maybe a rock specific video 
And in order to sign up for it, we have to see that you've done something. Maybe, I don't know how we could do it, but some way to make it where we know that you've taken some steps into getting ready for this. Because we're not requiring figures. We're making it easy for you to hop on and play. So it's really, you should kind of meet us halfway and at least take the very few steps you need to to get on the get online, read some stuff, and know how to use the system. And I had a lot of people, uh, a decent amount of people ask me, you know, do you have a practice game and whatnot? And unfortunately, we dropped the ball on that because, once again, we didn't have the games up in order for us to play them. Like, we, we didn't have any of that. I wish we did beforehand, but we ultimately didn't even have them for the tournament. Um, but we will, going forward. We'll have all of that stuff set up so that way you could hop into a game play around with some stuff. And luckily I had gotten the battle Royale tutorial out there. Um, well, I know we, can, we, 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 we did good, Alex. I'm not, I'm not complaining about the weekend, but God, we could have done much better with three, four more weeks of preparation. Oh yeah. And if work wasn't so bad for me the, the, this past week, uh, that would have been better too for me. But yeah, as there's a lot, I think we could improve on. And I think, you know, the Silver Age, we talked about it being semi-casual. We want to get the new players. We want to get people that haven't tried Rock Online before to, to hop in and try it. And I think we did succeed in that with a, quite a few people. Like I said, I've never seen their names before. We had a lot of people join the Discord that haven't been in the Discord before. So very encouraging, and hopefully it continues. All right, well. Um, I think that uh, that cover everything you wanted to talk about, Howard, or anything oh, else absolutely. you want to cover with us tonight? It covered more than I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Good. Good. So, yeah, I plan on getting this one out pretty quick, depending on how my uh, – this is this is my busy work week of the month. So, um, Well, the guys, the guys out there got to actually listen to us. Have have ongoing conversations. This is what it's like when we, when Alex and I are and, and everybody are talking. We're and we're sure. ideas. So you, you kind of this, this went from a podcast, but it also went to us actually talking about where we want to do it and how we want to do it. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of great insight for folks listening tonight. Uh, listen to the episode of, you know, about how things work behind the scenes and you know some of the plans for the future. Uh, Jason, you got any final thoughts for tonight? Uh, I just want to say thank you to Howard and Alex and uh, Scott Porter and everybody else involved for the great weekend uh, and a lot of hard work that was involved, I know. So thank you again. Well, congrats on uh, your uh, – on your. <laughs> it's kind of sad to just wish somebody – it's kind of mixed feelings. Good job on sucking. <laughs> right? Like, I'm like the best shitty dice roller ever. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alex, final thoughts? Um, big shout out, I think, and I know this has been said multiple times, to, to just Scott Porter in general. He didn't need to spend as much time as he did over the weekend just hopping in and out of rooms going to BRs, playing with people. He hopped in at least three BRs that weren't the, the auction ones just to hang out and play. He, um, I mean, I was, me and him hung out in a room during the finals on Sunday, and we just watched the game and talked about it. He's a very, very friendly guy, a really great person for the community, and 
I'm glad a lot of players got to really talk to him one-on-one and really see that uh, he's just not the guy that does unboxing videos. He does so much more for the community. So kudos to him. Hopefully he's listening to this. I mentioned he should start listening to Clickstoff, so maybe he will at some point. But got um, uh, two things I want to say there. Uh, Scott, what I the most in, I've been talking to him every day multiple times for weeks, and uh, I've enjoyed it, and we've worked really well together. And um, I told him that I was committed and that we would make this work, and I think I made a believer out of him, but. Um, I'm impressed by he was wanting to make sure that everything was right. You know, he, 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 uh, he's, he's had a lot of input in things mm-hmm. and over the weekend, the thing that was maybe most impressive about him is he, he felt like the community really went to bat for him, went to bat for Huntington's and he was going to make sure that people got their money's worth, meaning that he was going to be everywhere talking to everybody he was going to play in as many battle royals as he could. He was what he was keeping track of everything that he was doing to make sure that he that he fulfilled his promise to everyone, and he did. He did. He did by far, and uh, he it, it was it was great working with him. The other thing is is <coughs> could somebody send me uh, Alex or Dan if you got him? Will you please send me all of the um, uh, Calder Ness the three different things that Calder has done, the little uh, videos that he's done. Scott's never seen them. And, um, oh, the, the, the hero, <laughs> different Heroclix players? Yes, there, there's two of them. Yeah. I mean, he, he does me, and he does Scott and one of them. And, um, and then this last one that he did where he made fun of WizKids, will you send all three? Somebody send me the links to those because I want to send them to Scott because I think Scott will enjoy them. And uh, not to take up any more time, but – Anybody that was naysaying the family restrictions, I will say, Scott Porter did a pr- like he did want us to go to him with any of these weird family restrictions, and he did sign off on some or say no, that doesn't work out. Like I was impressed with how open he was with. Listen, man, come to me if you have any questions about whether you think this combo works or doesn't. And yep, he was. He answered all the he ones that I had questions about. Great comic book database in that that head of his. Yep. Um, Howard, did you have any other final thoughts? No, I think that's pretty much it, man. I enjoyed uh, being back. Um, I'm enjoying. I'm excited about the direction that we're going, and that's. I, I I'm very happy right now. I, I think we've found our way. <laughs> I totally agree. I'm looking forward to what the rest of 2021 brings for sure. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to Clickstoff today, and uh, thanks, Howard and uh, Alex, and uh, for all y'all did, and Scott, hopefully you're listening to your first Clickstoff episode on this one, and uh, just thanks for all the effort. I had a wonderful time, and uh, look forward to the uh, in-person version of this one next year, and uh, again, thanks, everybody, for listening to Clickstoff today, and we'll talk to y'all next time.